ladies and gentlemen, it's Jay Talk with your host, Jay Ramsey. Thanks, Nick. Thanks. We appreciate it. And of course, we have our wonderful co-host, Nick from the Nick Drop. Amen, brother. So mm-hmm. nice intro. Hey, I've just been I've been playing with that one. I figured I'd, I was going to try to beat you to the punch a couple times before, but I never did. Hey, we may let you start doing it, kind of mix it up a little no, bit. The funny thing is, I don't know what you're going to do, so I start laughing, so I have to, like, mute my microphone because I'm already laughing, and you're not even doing anything yet. But you, I can see those wheels spinning oh. in, like, what you're going to come up with, and I'll start cracking up already. So That's funny. That's funny. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. No, you're good, man. You're good. So first thing I want to say is, of course, those that are new to the show and for those that, that can actually see this on YouTube, Jay Talk, very proud supporter of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Yes. So just a little. I don't know if you're wearing that shirt. I don't want mine. I know. I know. I'm a horrible That's person. That's for sure, though. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, Okay. Let's dive right in. Okay, so I, I got two really good subjects. Both of them are probably going to piss some people off. I love pissing people off. I know. If you got the if we piss you off, you should come back and say something in an email. And if we can get a good conversation going, we'll put you on the podcast. And if you don't want to, that's fine too. Yeah. But you know yeah. what? Not everything we say is going to make everyone happy. And you know what? That's life. I wasn't put on this earth to make everyone happy. We're not experts. We're not degreed in any of this. This is just two guys talking about life and giving you our opinions. Yes. Let's make sure that that's clear because this is just our opinions. If they're right, amen. If they're wrong, come at me. I dare you. Yeah. Well, and you know, here's the whole thing. It's our experiences in life. Yes. So... You know, if if anything, what we experienced as facts, how we viewed that experience is our opinion. Yes, good point. Great point. Yeah. So you know, because we're all we all experience life. It's what do we take from it? What do we learn from it? Right. You know. Absolutely. So okay, so yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna give you both of them, and we'll start with the kind of whacked out one, in my opinion. So I, I saw this TikTok. I thought it was really interesting. And I sent it to Nick because this was kind of crazy. But it was literally talking about Wonder Bread women. And I was like, what the hell is this crap? Okay. So it's this woman who's literally claiming to be this fine croissant and she's yes. like, why do men settle for Wonder Bread women? You know, and it's like, you know, when you've got a croissant sitting here waiting for you and it's like, really? <laughs> and it's funny because this guy actually did stitch her back. And he's like, because they're more real and they're less materialistic, <laughs> you know? Right? And so yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but you know, I wanted to talk about this, this Wonder Bread women, kind of this new trend that they are calling, I would call just normal women. I, you know, what, it, they, what else would you call them? I mean, they're women. Well, see the whole, yeah, the whole thing that starts off with me. So I saw the TikTok, 
And there's really no definition of how she defines a Wonder Bread woman. So first off, go to the grocery store and go to the bread section. What's one of the most expensive breads on the shelf? Wonder Bread. Right. Wonder Bread ain't cheap. I mean, you can get loaves of bread now for 88 cents, even in you know during all this drama. Right. 99 cents. And if you guys aren't shopping where I'm shopping, they have 99 and 89, 88-cent bread at HEB and Kroger so and at Food Town. Most people don't shop at Food Town, but I do on occasion because I like Food Town. Well, but the her whole point is, is women, Wonder Bread women are cheap and malleable and, you know, they're you don't have to do a lot to impress them and, and they don't need... A lot, you know, it's spend time putting makeup on and working out and, you know, trying to look like, like the Kardashians. Yes. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good example, you know, but yeah. yeah, So she's mad because guys aren't hitting on her. They're hitting on Wonder Bread women. And here's the deal. If anybody gets to see that video now, I just, you, I just Googled Wonder Bread women. Okay. And her TikTok is just blown up. Like she just invented that terminology. Yeah. A couple other people. And then there's a Barbie one, a Barbie stand there. I don't know what it is. I didn't listen to it, but it's basically her most of the time talking about, why don't you like me? Now, this girl's very attractive. Yes. She's young. Yes. And she probably could be a, a model. She's that attractive. Right. You know, mo- I don't want. I want an attractive woman that takes care of herself, but I don't want to have to be walking with her or in a restaurant with her at a ball game with her and everybody. I don't want everybody thinking, what in the fuck is wrong with her? What is she doing with him? Right. Like we match up. Right. So why would I do that? I would want to find somebody that's, you know, as as attractive as I think I am, and that's okay. No. I'm I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay. Okay. And, well, and, it's not a disagreement. Your opinion's different than mine. Uh, no, I know, I know, but I, I'm going to disagree in the aspect of what you see, what other people see, and what she sees is different. She right. could look at you, and she sees a ten. Right. Okay, she could be a literal 10, but if she sees a 10 in you, who gives a freaking frack what anybody else thinks? And that makes sense. That's a good point, but... I know I know what you're saying. No. People will still talk behind your back. They will still say, how the hell did he get that lucky? What's he do? You know, is he, got, is he made of money? Is that the only reason she's with him? Does he have a big... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. They're going to make all those comments, but at the end of the day, if she genuinely loves you and sees you as a 10, I don't give a damn what other people think. That is my attitude. You know, so just... But, you know, I, I looked up Wonder Bread, and they actually have Wonder Bread woman meaning, and it's a slang for bland, boring... Conventional women. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but I don't know any bland, boring, conventional women. 
You know, even even my friends who are housewives are are you know are married and work. They're not bland and boring. You know, and you got to look at it from their aspect because you know some of them they are fun as hell when they get away from the house or when they get away from their kids. But they're also very structured when they're around their kids. That doesn't mean they're bland and boring. And if you're right. a single woman, you know, and you take care of your kids, that just shows you're responsible. Right. And it's very attractive for a lot of guys. Yes, you are absolutely right. So, <clears throat> but yeah, this one kind of, it seems to be getting this little, a lot of popularity and a lot of traction and a lot of responses. And I just wanted to talk about this one because it's really, in my opinion, I thought it was annoying. This was kind of insulting. I see that because I don't, I don't see it as just something. I have my own opinions about that. But anyway, I don't see it like that either. And it, it is kind of getting on my nerves a little bit now that we're sitting there talking about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if I would have watched the video, I'd... <laughs> Actually, I did start watching the video, but I couldn't understand the guy because of his accent. Right. So I kind of blew through it. But right. I agreed with him saying right. you're materialistic and you're too high maintenance and you're all about money and status and the way you look. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She. It's, it's all about what can you do for me? And, you yeah. know, it's nothing about the true nature of being a couple together and, you know, whatever. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look good for you. No, you're looking good for yourself. Right. I've never understood that about women, how they're more concerned. And I guarantee you, every single woman that listens to this podcast, they're all gonna agree with me because every woman has agreed with me if I said this to them. Women are more concerned what a stranger thinks about them than the person that loves them the most. Yes. And the person they love the most. Yes. And I've every woman that I've said that to, they've all went. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's all about impressing everyone else around them. Because But not the, not your guy. Right. Because here's the whole thing. Your guy loves you when you wake up in the morning and you look your worst, when you're sick, when you're sniffling, when you're whatever. You yeah. Know, he's always there. So right. he should be the one that you're trying to impress. You know? See, I love those TikToks where they say, my wife walks around in a baggy, dirty shirt, no makeup on, baggy pants, you know, just hadn't bathed in two days. But if she goes to the gym, she's going to spend $800 on an outfit and spend four hours putting her makeup on and doing her hair so that she can look good while she's working out. Right. Really? Yes. I know. And that's the that's a problem because here's the whole point. You know you're going there to get sweaty or glisten in women's terminology. They're going to glisten. They don't sweat. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was horrible of me. Creepy. <laughs> I know, but but Makes you know no the sense. point but you know here's the whole thing. What are you there for? Are you there to impress other guys? Yeah. Is that the only reason you want to work out? Yeah. It not just other guys but strangers. Right. Cuz there are some women that are that are going to be loyal. I don't know who they are or where they're at. <laughs> but 
We we have friends who are, okay, you know. Supposedly. (laughs) Wait, they say they are. We don't know. (laughs) Oh, whatever. But I mean, they're concerned about what the women think too. Like it's gonna affect the way they live and their lifestyle. Right. I think that's the thing that men don't understand is you're dictating who you are by the way a stranger thinks. Yeah. Somebody you're never going to see again. Now, unless you're going to the gym to try to hustle men, that's a whole different ball game. Right. Talking about a married woman that supposedly loyal is going to bend over backwards to make herself look good, not to hook up, supposedly, you know. Right. But if you keep, that's my thought process. And from my experience with almost 60 years on this planet, if you're doing that, somebody's going to slip and fall inside of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to come up and they're going to know how to read you. They're going to say the exact same thing. And the next thing you know, you're going to be legs up going, what am I doing? And you're going to destroy your life and everybody else that loves you. Right. For five minutes. Right. Exactly. I just, I've, I've never gotten in my whole life. I know. I, I can sit here and be proud about that. I have never slept with a married woman that I was aware of. Yeah, I know. I know that you were aware of. Yeah. And I've went back to hotel rooms with married women and then found out in the hotel room that they were married. I think I told that story on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. I was, so, I was mad at myself going, turn around. She was beautiful. Oh, she was beautiful. Right. But I, I just couldn't do it. Right. I wanted to. I couldn't. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. You know, but I, 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 I'll never, I'll just never understand how. Now I get it. People are married for 20, 30 years. And they're like, look, I'm just not happy anymore. I want a divorce. And if it's the woman that says, I'm not happy, I want a divorce. And he's like, we're not getting a divorce. And she's a housewife and he's the breadwinner. And after so many years, she ends up having an affair. Well, he didn't communicate that. Again, it's not his fault, but, and she could have walked away, but. Yeah. You know. Well, and that, that that's part of the whole, you know, the breakdown of communication between couples, you know. Yes. Even the love languages. It's the breakdown of the love languages, not understanding each other you know because here's the whole thing it your love language you know when you got married could be different 10 years down the road yes and you know you need to identify that and you need to recognize that because here's the whole thing when you first got married maybe touch was your love language because you know you're young and touch is such a great thing but here's the whole thing what if quality time is your new love language and you're your person is not there, you know? See, I'm so glad you brought that up because I've had a couple of conversations this week okay. about, about love language, and, and I just kind of went, and somebody asked me, what's your love language? And I got to thinking, well, wait a minute. Okay, physical touch was my number one love language when I wasn't getting physical touch. Yep. The minute I was with somebody that gave me what I wanted. Yep. My love language changed. Yes. 
they could give me all the physical touch they want, but they're putting down my physical features or they're putting down something that I do and they're not motivating and they're not giving me words of affirmation. Guess what? Now I want that. Yeah. So that becomes my number one. Right. And then that makes the physical touch. No, you, uh, you know, no I don't bueno. want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So quality time and, and words of affirmation. Now you break up with that one and you move on. And then you meet somebody that's words of affirmation, just constantly barraging you with compliments and tell them how much they care about you and how important you are in their life and motivating you and doing those things. When you're getting it, then your next love language would be what your number two is on the list, where right. it could be quality time or it could be physical touch. But see, but see, okay, now I will agree with you there, but I, I like the fact that you have to recognize. Okay, so for you, I'm going to use you example because we've done your yours, and I have a general right. idea. I remember somewhat what yours yeah, was yeah. like. Um, your your top three is is you know love language, words of affirmation. Uh, sorry, words of affirmation, quality. physical touch, and quality time. Yes, those are your not top three. That order, the last time I went. Yeah, yeah, not the not in that order. I think it was quality time, words, and then touch yeah. was was the exactly. order. Yeah, exactly. And then so gifts and acts of service were like at zero percent. I mean, they were damn yep. near at zero three percent. Okay, right there, right there. In my opinion. That should tell the person you're with that at any given point in time, you need all three of those. Yes. Okay. The other two aren't big items. You don't need gifts. You don't want them to buy you your own your motorcycle. You can buy your own. But you know, riding the motorcycle with you is the quality time. That's what you want. You know, touching. And then, of course, words of affirmation. See, that is that, in my opinion, is a really good indicator because you're right. If they're giving you a lot of touch, but they're not giving you the other two, yeah, you're not going to focus on the touch because you're being neglected in other aspects of your life. Right. So if they if they started giving you gifts, that would be totally useless, you know, because it's like it doesn't even fit in your top three. You right. know, and I was married for 20 years to somebody that that was their giving language. Oh, was giving. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought, you know, I think that's interesting. People, they focus on the number one, but it's not just about the number one. You need to get, you know, like for you, you need to get three. You know, if you if somebody took the love language and they had 49 cent, 49 percent quality time. And like 45%, you know, touch. Okay. And the rest of them were like zero to 3%. Well, then you need to focus on those two. You know, right. it, it, that's, that's what you have to think about. You have to focus on what is really, because if you neglect one, you're really not setting it up for a good situation. And that's where I think some of this, Wonder Bread Women thing comes around too because, and here's the whole thing. This this girl, you know, she says I'm a fine croissant. I'm, you know, but by the same token, when she talks like that, and and there are other women like this. Okay, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of women that are like this. It's almost like she's got this entitled. 
I should have everyone's attention, and then I should have the pick of the litter. Overconfident. I'd say over over arrogant is probably yeah. a, <laughs> not even overconfident, over arrogant. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, to have this attitude, like you know, I deserve all men, and Wonder Bread women should get my leftovers. That's a new level of arrogance, in my opinion. Yes, it is. And here's another thing. When it comes to the bedroom, those women like her don't do anything because it's a privilege for you to be there. Yes. So they don't have to try very hard. Right, which which negates some of that love language. Oh, my God. Get a Wonder Bread woman in bed, and she's really impressed and attracted to you. That woman's going to do anything you want her to do. Aside from her, you know, you know I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it intimate. Want she wants to be very intimate with you. And want you to be happy. And, and yes, and she's, yeah. So it, it's, and she's going to reciprocate. I think that's a good way is, is, you know, she's going to return the level of whatever you give her. Right. And that's a huge deal, you know, whereas this croissant woman, she's just, it's happy. Happy wife, happy life, which we've discussed, does not work. Does Hello, not folks. Work. Get away from that. If you say it now, stop saying it. because And don't ever get married. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if you're saying don't happy get... wife, happy life, don't get married. Don't get married because she's going to take you for half your shit. Right. No, you don't even need the licensing. We need to do a podcast on the, the definition of marriage. Well, and, you know, here's the whole thing. If we want to do that, and I'm okay with that, but if we're going to do a marriage one, let's talk about marriage in the eyes of God and marriage in the eyes of the law. Okay. Because they are different. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll do an episode on that. I'm good with that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one because the eyes of the law doesn't favor the man right now. Ever. So, has never favored I, the man. I know. And will never favor the man. I know. Never. I know. So now, and it does shock me because I know men that have manipulated their way to get in custody, getting half of her 401k, making her pay child support. But that's one in ten hundred billion. <laughs> I know. It's it's very I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> but I see men where they got the house and they got the kid and they're getting child support and and they're the ones that had the affairs. And, you know, did all the cheating and physically abused their wives because they're narcissists. They manipulated their way into getting it all. Right. Right. And you, you got to be talented to do that. Yeah. Talented. Well, they haven't got they can't go through the court system either because so that's why he's winning. Yeah. Because he manipulated his way right through the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. He, and that just spoils it. But. Okay, so let's let's get back to the the Wonder Bread women because we're gonna do that the marriage thing on a different episode. Let's get yeah. let's get back to the Wonder Bread. Okay, but you know it, it's but it's funny because just the croissant woman's kind of you know like I said the arrogant side of it. it it's you know and and I think that's part of it too. I mean, his comment about her expectations, she would she would expect you to whatever she wanted, you gotta buy. You know, and it's kind of one of these things, and, and maybe this is just my opinion from my point of view, 
Right. But, but she's going to be one of these. It's like my money's my money, your money's our money. Right. And yeah. That that shit doesn't work. Excuse me. That just that. I know. That's the relationship I was in. Right. Right. And yeah. that 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 shit doesn't work. No offense, but yeah, I I will never get married again if every woman says that. Yes. I agree. Yeah, 100%. Now, if she comes to me and says, okay, you can have your account. I'll have my account. We have one joint account for paying the bills. Okay, I'm good. Exactly. Right. You know, and it's funny. Well, and, you know, it's funny. I actually saw a TikTok. Steve Hardy, Steve Harvey said that. He said, you need four accounts. And I thought that was interesting. He said, yeah, your account, her account, your joint account that you pay all the bills that you evenly contribute to right you know and he said you evenly contribute to and then number four was your savings account a joint savings for getting ahead in life so see how does that work especially with a guy like steve harvey he's a multi-millionaire does his wife make that kind of money i don't know you know that's what i'm saying but maybe she does maybe she endorses products or something she oh. she may not have to, but then again, maybe maybe but she most, does something, you know. Most marriages or relationships aren't financially equal. No. No. You know what I'm saying? Right. But there are times he when women a, make more, but most of the time the men money. make more. Yeah. Go ahead. But there are women that make more, but I'm just saying they're never both of them very few relationships where they're both making like hundred and fifty thousand each. Right. You know. Right. Then you can contribute equally. If I'm making two hundred thousand, she's making a hundred thousand. She shouldn't have to, and we're paying three thousand dollars a month for the mortgage. She shouldn't have to put in fifteen hundred, and me put in fifteen hundred. I think it should be, you know, her twelve and you seventeen. You know what I mean? Well, and see, so okay, I, I will say this: I'm okay with your point of view. You put in two thirds, and she put in a third because out of the Total income, you make two-thirds, and she makes a third. Right. But I think what, you know, some people would say is, is why couldn't she pay half? Because she's living a better lifestyle because of you, you know? And so some people would look at it differently. Well, you, you're taking money out of her pocket, so she's actually paying for the roof over her head. But her lifestyle is diminished because yes. So that there there is another valid point. See, that's what I'm saying. I think the important key, communication and boundaries. Yes. And that is an, an agreed upon. Okay, you know, I can't afford fifteen hundred. Can I do twelve? Can I only do a right. thousand? But now if she comes in and you've got a $3,000 mortgage and she says, I only want to pay 500, but she's making a third of what you guys bring in. Okay. Well, what else are you paying? You know, are you paying the electric bill? Are you paying this bill? You know, are you paying these bills? So I don't have to. And I think that's the kind of the catch 22. So you know, I think these wonder bread women are the ones that will do it the right way. Exactly. They'll communicate and we'll work on it. And right. They're the, as this guy put it, they're the real women. They're the ones that put forth the effort. They contribute to the relationship. They want to work on it. You know, 
They're the ones that will go to a Home Depot looking for a single guy. (laughs) (laughs) Good idea. I never thought of that. (laughs) Well, I just, I'm sorry. I actually saw a funny TikTok where this woman, you know, they posted, you know, it's all over TikTok. Somebody actually posted, you know, where's all the single guys at, you know, and and somebody posted, you know, look, all the single guys, they're not hanging out at bars. They're not, they're at home. And if they're not at home, they're at Home Depot working on their next project. <laughs> you know, that would be really cool if you could get that video on TikTok to go viral. And I, the next thing you know, every Home Depot at Lowe's is filled with women. Oh, single yeah. women. Yeah, because you'd get a ton of guys just going there to pick up women. You know? So you know what ended up happening? They would end up putting little bars in where you can buy a drink while you're walking around the store. <laughs> and the next thing you know, it turned into a bar. <laughs> Uh, and everybody would have a Woody. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm here for the board structure. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. I'm sorry, <laughs> folks. That was really bad of me. I know. Horrible joke. Horrible joke. That was a good joke. That was good. <laughs> anyway, but no, I, I, I really, I just found that one annoying. I, I wanted to just kind of, I, I don't know. This, this whole, you know, kind of entitlement, arrogant mentality and yeah no i'm 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 good okay okay go ahead i know i'm just i'm just wondering i'm thinking okay so we talked about wonder bread women are are we wonder bread men i guess so you know right yeah you know i you know yeah i don't know a lot of us a lot of us not me but there are quite a few guys that have wheat bellies so you know okay anyway i actually i actually had mine called a pony keg what they call my belly a pony keg because it's not a full keg it's not a full keg it's pony keg keg. yeah yeah exactly oh my gosh that's funny now i call my belly the pony keg and of course after i heard that i've lost five pounds there you go good for you man is there anything smaller than a pony keg? Well, after the pony keg, didn't it turn into a six pack? <laughs> that was a good one. That is a good one. Uh, but I, I got to give you that one. That was good. Okay. To the case, then yeah. to the 12 pack, yeah, then, and then to the six pack. Yeah, there you go. It's going to take that long, I can tell you. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? That's too funny. Okay, so we're ready to move on to the next subject. Yes. Okay. Bare minimum. So, do you know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about people accept the bare minimum uh, in, a, in a significant other? No, there's been there's been a lot of posts and a lot of people talking about how their significant other is only doing the bare minimum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're they they're they're doing the laundry, they're cleaning the house, they're doing dishes, and you know, people are like, Well, that's the bare minimum. That's what they should do. Right. You shouldn't get patted on the back for that, or it shouldn't get rewarded for doing the things that need to be done. Well, yeah, but that's the, another podcast. Well, right yeah, there. yeah. But the but the whole thing is is you've got one person, guy or girl, spouse, one spouse doing everything and the other one not doing hardly anything and they're saying well that's the bare minimum they should be doing it and it's like wait what 
<laughs> yeah, that's a. Yeah. But you're right, though. I mean, you know, if you're living in, if you're in a society where your significant other is the house person, because it in this day and age, I've I know men that are that don't work, right, and are married, and she does all the work, right. You know, I actually worked with a guy, and I think he was working there when you were. His wife ended up moving up the chain of command really high, like senior vice president. Right. And he was just an IT tech. I don't know. Those weren't exact titles. Right. But he actually quit his job to be a house husband. Right. And it lasted for about two years, but the kids grew up. Right. They didn't need constant care. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. The kids were early teens or whatever mm-hmm. when all this happened, so they didn't need constant care. They they could get back and forth to school, you know, that kind of thing. And he's like, all right, now I'm getting bored because our oldest is 16, and he takes the 14-year-old to school, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. And we have good friends and stuff like that, so we're all sharing responsibilities, and the house is clean, and, the you know, right. I'm running out of things to do. I want to go back to work. Right. They did. You know, they hired him back, which was really cool. But No, that is yeah, really they, cool. Yeah. But, you know, um, here, here's the whole thing, though. If, you know, in that situation, this is a hypothetical, because I think this is what a lot of people are talking about. If the guy is working all day and the girl is not, but, right. but the guy still comes home and he's, you know, cooking dinner, washing dishes, still doing laundry, mowing the lawn. That's what they're saying is bare minimum. Minimum. Really? He's doing this whole time. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. So I, you know, and, and that's kind of my question. And, and even for our fans, I would be interested to get an email from our fans to get your opinion on this situation, because this right. this is a situation where, what are you doing? You sitting in front of the TV eating bonbons all day? I mean, I know some right. people aren't going to know what the hell bonbons are, but you know, I mean, seriously, they will. But yeah, well, some of yeah, some of our crowd will. Yeah, a lot of yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean? It's like, okay, well, what the, what the heck? You know? Now, if both parents go out and work, and then both parents come home and only one of them works around the house. Why? That yeah, that's you know. What do you do right, yeah. and yeah. and if you look at them and it's like, well, that's the that they're expected that that's normal, that's their job, and it's like, okay, you know, um, really. So you know, and I just wanted to kind of talk that one through. I didn't want to spend a lot of time on it because it. it it doesn't make any sense to me, but I see it a lot. I, I yes. really do see it a lot. And people have been putting this term of bare minimum around it. Like, okay, he's expected to go to work. He's expected to earn a living. He's expected to pay for my bills. He's expected to work around the house. That's the bare minimum. When, and it's like, Really? And now he's got to come home and do laundry and cook dinner and all that stuff. Well, watching kids is exhausting. Yes, it is. One of the hardest jobs in the world. I get it. Yes. But the guy that's providing for you and your kids so that you can watch them and take care of them has to come home and then continue to take care of you and the kids. Right. And, and you know, and it's funny. I know taking care of kids is hard, okay? I'll, yeah, I'll, really it's, hard. it's a hard work, a hard job. 
But have you ever had a tough job where you looked at it and you're like, I must be working in a high school? <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah, I felt that. Yeah. So, I mean, but the whole, that's my point is, is we don't always understand the stresses that people go through. You know, a good example, I'll tell you this, is my ex-wife never understood my stress of driving back and forth to work and why I was always wound up and angry as soon as I got off the road. Right. You know, okay. She started working 45 minutes from home. And I'll be honest with you, in I think it was less than a month, she literally looked at me and she said, I understand now why you are so frustrated. Because driving, and I don't care where you live, the traffic is bad unless you're living yeah. in a small town, okay? You live in a big city like we do, the traffic is bad, period, and people are running you off the road. You know, most of the time when I get on the road, I'm in an, almost in an accident at least three times going one way. I mean, it's just, that's how bad it is. It's really ridiculous. People will pass you in the turn lane. I mean, you know, it's like, really? You're going to pass 20 cars in the turn lane? And, you know, what if some... I actually had this happen one time. I had a car coming out of a parking lot into the turn lane, the safe lane so they can merge into traffic. Somebody right. was coming down the turn lane, and literally they hit. Right. Whose fault is that? Okay, I was in a court case as a juror. Okay. Lady was driving a vet in the turning lane before it was a turning lane, and a young black woman pulled out to turn this way because the cars let her through, and when she got out there, the vet hit her, and they sued that woman and won. Okay, that's ridiculous. Said the vet lady was not in fault, yet she crossed the double lines. Right. So she could jump the deal. This lady was waved out and didn't see her car. Yeah, and our foreman for the juror was a black woman. Okay. And she wanted to throw that little young black woman to the wolves because the guy that walked into court had his pants down to his knees. Okay. What does that matter? Had nothing to do with the woman. Okay. The, the baby daddy came in there thugging it with his underwear all hanging out, holding his pants. Okay. Threw that poor little girl the book. I was pissed. Well, and, and it, here's the, it has nothing nothing to do with how they look, what they are, whatever. It has to yeah. do with what's right. The rich people could afford an attorney and and sued the yeah and got their money. That's how they. It's, that's ridiculous. No. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. So anyway, yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah. Sorry, but you know, it, it's that's but that court ruled that the lady that was driving over the double lines right going straight to turn. It was she was the she wasn't at fault. Right. The other girl. Right. But here's the whole thing. You know, we're talking about the bare minimum. Okay. So bare minimum now is, you know, I have to drive to work. I have to drill with two hours of bad traffic that's gonna drive my stress level and my, you know, blood pressure high. And still gotta come home and, you know, cook for the kids and clean the house and all this crap. And it's like, wait, that's the bare minimum 
Really? Yeah. You know, and and this is going to sound really horrible, folks, but it's a fact. Okay. If I have to go to work, drive in the traffic, come home, and still do all the housework, what do I need you for? Yeah. And that's why divorces happen. Yep. So L- true. Let's, let's just be honest, you know. There are things that you can't do for yourself that your spouse can. Yes, but if your so spouse if is not. All that work, it, they better be stepping up their game. Right, right. You no. Know? Yeah, it was, it was funny. Actually, I, I remember hearing a guy, you know, he was doing an interview and she asked him a question. She said, what if, you know, um, what was it? Uh, I forgot how it was worded. But he said, you know, if your guy asked you to make a sandwich, what would you do? And she said, no. I mean, no, she said, it depends. And he said, no, you make the guy a sandwich. And she looks at him and he's like, okay, the guy goes to work all day long, earns a good living, takes care of his business, is a good father, helps you around the house. And he asks you to make a sandwich. What do you do? And he says, you make the guy a damn sandwich, you know, right. and, and, and that's the truth. You make him a damn sandwich, you know, I mean, and that's kind of where you're going is if your guy is going and taking care of business, but you're not taking care of him. That's you're not meeting your bare minimum. Right. And then he's going to turn bitter. Yes. You know, and he's going to go, yo, B. Yes. Make- you know, right. Give me a beer. Yes. Shut up and give me a, you know, whatever. Right. Give me a beer. Right. But I mean, here that that's where that, that's where that bare minimum kind of is now on the other foot, because here's the whole thing. He's meeting his bare minimum. Are you? Well, he sounds like he's superseding his minimum. Yes. But, but you understand my point because it happens. It goes both ways. There are women that are, they're exceeding their minimum and the guys are not, you right. know? And so that that's the whole thing. Are they putting forth the effort to make it easier on her because she's doing, you know, whether she's got a harder job or whatever, if she's getting out there and doing it, you know, right. if, if she's a teacher, she deals with certain students all day long, sometimes it can be mentally exhausting. It's not a physical job. It's just a very mentally exhausting job. And that's worse. Or harder, I'd say. Mentally is always harder. Oh, mentally is 100%. Yeah, physically is so much easier. Yeah. I know we say it's harder, but no, not really. It's not. No. I had a cake, I had a cake job for 20, 25 years. I was right. a water skier. Physical. <sighs> right. Didn't take much mental acuity to do that. Right. Now, I have a mental job. Right. It's nonstop troubleshooting, trying to figure out what the problem is so I can resolve it in my, you know. Right. And you have to deal with angry customers that aren't always your fault. You have to de-escalate a problem. And that actually, and most people don't talk about this, but a mental exhaustion will cause physical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Will cause physical exhaustion. What is one of the worst things for physical exhaustion? One word. Stress. Stress. Stress will make people sick. Stress will give people cancer. Right. It is proven. Right. 
Of course, I saw it on the internet, so it's got to be true, right? Yeah, there you no, go. No, but I'm serious. Yeah, but I know, stop. I know. Yeah, exactly. They talk about how stress can destroy a body right. in, in a short period of time. Well, and, you know, here's the whole thing. Stress causes other vices. So yes. I have an emotional stress. So what do I do? I eat a little more than I should, which causes a little bit of extra weight, which right. causes other issues because weight causes other problems. Right. And so, you know, if you don't address those and, and every day I fight with it and some days are better than others, but I am constantly working on it. Doesn't mean it's ever going to get perfect, but I'm constantly trying to work on it. Right. So well, one of the things that on all this is once you get in a relationship with somebody, it's new, it's exciting, it's fun, you know, and then after that wears off. Right. Both of them just quit working on the relationship. Right. We're well, we're dug in now. It's been two years and she's the way she is and I'm the way I am. So that's the way it's gonna be. Well, and you know, it's funny you talk about that. People may not think that has anything to to do with our bare minimum, but I disagree because at that point they even stopped putting in the bare minimum for the emotional side of their relationship. Exactly right. The, they have to work. They need money to put food in their mouth and roof over their head and things like that. If she's taking care of the kids, those kids have to eat. Yeah. Those kids, you know, they need clean clothes, stuff like that. So you're both end up doing the bare minimum, but you're not taking the time to make your relationship thrive. Right. Well, and that and, goes back to, I'm going to go back to our analogy, physical versus mental. Okay, yes. we're doing the bare minimum of physical activities that are required. Working, cleaning, cooking, those are the things, okay? Some people go over that, okay? And, and there's really no such thing as a bare minimum, okay? Every family's different. Right. Some families have chores for the kids, and those aren't a bare minimum. That's just a defined structure, okay? Right. There's no That's such exactly. thing. Let, let's get let's get rid of this bare minimum crap terminology, okay? But I will say, if you look at it from a physical aspect, the you know, cleaning, cooking, whatever, doing things around the house, even the physical intimacy side, right? Th that is all physical. What are we doing for the mental part of our relationship, the emotional yeah. part of our relationship, because and this is where I think some of it comes into play. If the guy is doing all the chores and the girl's like, well, he's just doing the bare minimum. That's expected. He should have, he should do it. That's going to make his emotional and mental kind of situation. He's not going to want to be part of that. And, and, and he's going to start, like you said, getting bitter, you yep. know, and, and, and that's going to, the, when you're talking about emotional, um, you know, emotional stress and mental stress, bar emotional intimacy. Exhaustion. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, it, when you get to that emotional exhaustion with your spouse or with your significant right. other, all of the physical sides are all going to suffer because of it. Yep. Because what's the point? If I'm not getting my emotional and my mental needs met, 
what's the point in the physical side? Yes, good point. You know, and so at that point, bare minimum or whatever you want to call it becomes a mute point. Yes. And I just got out of a relationship like that. Well, several months ago, but yeah. 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 And so, you know, that's, that's my hard part thinking, you know, all these women are talking about, and not just women, but most of the complaints are women complaining about men doing the bare minimum. And it's like, yeah, but are you meeting the bare minimum for their emotional and mental needs? Right. Because here's the whole thing. If you're expecting them to do that, then are you meeting the other piece? Are you giving a 50-50 to this relationship? Because if he's doing everything physical, that means you need to be doing everything mental and emotional. Right. You know? That's the way you accept it. But communication, if you talk about it, you can balance all that out. Yes. No. And communication is 100% the key. 100% yeah. key. Yes. I agree. 100%. So, I don't know. But, I, it just this whole bare minimum trend that started is really just kind of annoying me. And I just wanted to kind of, you know, bounce it off of you and like talk through it. It, right. it just kind of, you know. It, I don't know. I don't understand I, people these days. Go ahead. Well, see, yeah. In my 20s and 30s and even in the beginning of my 40s, being married, you know, 30s and 40s, um, I, I was the breadwinner. She was a housewife, the whole bit. And then... She decided she wanted to go to nursing school. So at that point, I I did everything, but I did it. And I jokingly say I did it like a man. I clean like a man. I don't clean like a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Say, oh, you don't clean the kitchen right or you don't do I'm like, well, if you want it done right, the only way to do it right is do it yourself. Do it yourself. Right. So, And here's the whole thing. Do it right by whose definition? You, exactly. It could still be clean, just not by her standards. Right. Yeah. So I was working. She wasn't working. I was working. She was going to college. She was studying every night. I would come home, cook for the kids, clean the kitchen, do the laundry. Actually, she finally got pissed off about the laundry because I didn't do it the way she wanted it done. So she would still do laundry. Right. But that was a struggle for her. She would do the laundry, but I would have to fold them and put them away. You know, she just didn't want me touching her washer and dryer kind of thing. Uh, okay. But here I am for five years doing that while she's doing the bare minimum so that we could have a better life. Right. As soon as she got her own money, she literally said, I have my own money. I don't need you anymore. Right. File for divorce. Right. Really? Yeah, you were like going over the top, and yeah, that's to so that we could live a better life. Right, we were gonna our salary. Her become a nurse, get a job. You're gonna make good. I money. mean, nowadays you probably make it almost a hundred grand a year. Right, that's a pretty decent living straight out of college. Yeah, exactly. Even for an engineer, or, you know anything. Right. So, and she's she was doing it. Right. And I was like, all right, now we're going to start, you know, we'll have the house paid off in a couple of months. We'll have all, it will be, the cars will be paid off. Then she can get a nice car and then I can get me a nice truck. Oh no, I got my own money now. I don't need you anymore. 
Did you need me for the last 15 years? Yeah, that that's he that's care of you and then you take half my shit right and i didn't even want to divorce you see and so, and that's hard because in your mind it's like so you only needed my money you didn't really need me right or for that matter want me right you need somebody to take care of you i just happened to be the dumbass that said yes <sighs> that's rough dude. you know i know and it is. i know i know it's just that's a harsh way to put it. it. I mean, it's ways. true, it but it's it's and a harsh it's way. So true. Right. I'm still. We've been divorced ten years. I'm still struggling financially because of what she's still doing to me now. I know. I so know. anyway, but I'm just using the example. I'm not even bitter anymore. I'm just like whatever. You know, it does get get me a little wound up about it, but there's nothing I can do about it at this point. Yeah. You know. You. So, but yeah, that's the. There's that's the bare minimum for people. Well, and, and it, I don't think you get, you do get wound up about it, but it's, it, I think partly it's because, you know, that attitude is what gets you wound up. It, it's, yes, it got done to you, but even, you know, it, other people, you know, who else is it getting done to? You're, you're just a very you know, empathetic person, you care about everyone. And so you're like sitting there thinking, damn, really? If somebody does this to me, they're going to do it to somebody else. And, you know, but stop and think about this too. The kids know. Yeah, I know. All four, all four of our boys hated my guts when we got the divorce. Yep. Now all four of them are coming to me going, damn dad, we just didn't see it. And I'm so sorry we didn't see it. And I'm like, see what? How mom was treating you, and I'm like, look, it's ha- it's in the past. Let it go. Your mom is still your mom. You got to love her and take care of her. And I leave it at that. But they see, right? And then I go, don't get married because the woman's gonna do that. I-, I mean, you know, don't get married. <laughs> yeah, and I know. I want to tell them, say you you don't like the way your mom treated your kids or treated me. That's gonna happen to you. So. Well, it it doesn't have to happen to them. No, but I'm the one that's on the one side that every woman have you know that's know. gonna happen. I know. I so know. it's it's it it doesn't have to happen to them. Okay. The problem See, is 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 that generation is teaching other girls. You know, it's sort of like what was it? I saw a TikTok today that said, you know, women have to retain their value men have to build their value wow i like that never heard that before that's pretty awesome okay good example okay if a girl sleeps around a lot every time she sleeps around she's lowering her value because she's sleeping with a bunch of guys right but for a guy Every time he sleeps with a new girl, he gains value because he's right. in a desired product. Right. You know, if she gives herself away, well, you're just lowering your value. Right. You know, so it was an interesting one. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just, I, I was, I, I had a point and. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Oh, you, no, no, no. You we didn't were change it. I was just, I didn't think it was really worth continuing on with that. I, I I know some young kids that hang out with my sons, one of my sons, 
and he started dating this girl. And they weren't dating for about a couple months, but they probably knew each other in grade school, stuff like that. Right. And she was trying to get pregnant, like, quickly. Right. So that she had somebody to give her money. Right. Her whole purpose was to get knocked up by some guy so she could get child support out of him. She didn't want to marry him. Nope. She just wanted to have a life. She wanted a kid, or she wanted the kid to be used for money. Right. I'm just like telling my all my boys, dude, don't do that. Please don't do it. You know, and here's the funny thing. As talking to our kids, I know they were a little off subject, but since you brought it up, talking to kids and thinking about it, you know, let's be honest. How many, how many different forms of birth control does a guy use? One. He's got unless you call a vasectomy birth control, but it you know yeah, but but honestly, have, he's got a condom. That's, right. That's it. How many different types of birth control does a woman have? Oh, 10? 13. I was gonna say it's pretty insane. I can just pick a ten right off the top of my head really quick. Right, right. So according yeah. to uh, an, an article I read, thirteen, and yet it's the guy's fault she got pregnant. Yeah. What? She's got 13 opportunities, including the day after pill, to prevent being pregnant. But it's the guy's fault? Yep. What the hell? I'm sorry, but I got a problem with that. So, didn't mean to get off topic at the end of the show. But in all actuality, this is, all, this is what it's all about. Stop and think about it. We're, this is the, these people are doing this because they want... To be cared for, it's and they're it's the bare minimum to start. They don't want to put it to fourth the bare minimum. They want somebody else to do all the work, and they just collect. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. As I was, I was, I stumbled yeah. for a second. No. Yeah, you answered it correct. That's what I was trying to get across. Is I couldn't do it. Yeah. No, that's a great point. I didn't even think of it that way, and yeah, it's a very valid point. Great way it, to it bring is. it together. They don't want to do shit. They just want somebody to take care of them. Yeah. It's a rough one. Would that be the bare minimum? No. <laughs> that's that's a whole nother category. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole nother category. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know. No. Y- y- we we would love to hear from our fans. Anybody listening to this show, please email us because some of these things really just just eat at me that this generation has started to get like this. You know? Yeah. And it's really tough on my son because this is what, you know, he has to deal with every day. Yes. Yep. You know? Never know. You just never know. I know. You start seeing somebody two or three weeks in, it's like, oh, my God, we're so compatible and things work so well. And get go out and have dinner or something. You go back to your place or her place, and the next thing you know, you're intimate in the bedroom. And you forgot to cover up or wrap up, or she said she was on, on the, the this. Pill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she wasn't, and she gets pregnant. Yeah. And you, if she decides she's going to have that child, not your choice, not your decision. If she decides she's going to have it, you are dug in for the next 19 years. Yep. Roughly, you know, you got to wait nine months and then, you know, Right, but still the point is is you're on the hook 
because she decided but, she wanted to lie about the pill. Yeah. Yeah. You're on the hook because, you know, she she chose to keep the baby. And, and I'm okay with, you know, her keeping the baby. I don't believe in abortion. That, that's just my personal belief. You know, and, and everybody's, you're right to choose whatever you want to do. If you want to have an abortion, I'm not going to tell you you can't. Right. I just, you're going to have to, they answer to the man upstairs when it's your time. So that's exactly. my attitude. So politically, I have no point of view. Personally, I do. So, Agreed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, but that's a, it's a very valid point, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> because here's the whole thing she's not putting forth the bare minimum to keep from getting pregnant or she's doing it on purpose one or the other right now see here talking about abortion i think there should be a jury selection whether you get pregnant or not okay and if you walk up to the jury and you're stupid then no <laughs> <laughs> Natural selection. See, if that was the case, <laughs> I would have never had any kids. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, God, my God. I've seen your future. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not going to let that happen. You know, I, <laughs> I'm going to bring this up. This is gonna, I'm, I'm going to close with this comment. It was really funny. When I lived in Iowa, they actually had a law in the books that said mentally challenged or People who were idiots, actually what the term said, people who were idiots could not vote. Could not vote? Could not vote. Wow. So yeah. we've started. Well, no, no, no. It was voting. on the ballot to get rid of the law. Oh, it was in there. It was in there since like 1926. I don't, oh, yeah. yeah. So I was it's, like. They knew what they were talking about back then. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I get the mentally challenged. If they can't really comprehend. Yes. You know, if know. they just look at a politician, they go, well, I like the way they look. That's why you have to be 18 to vote. Because younger kids really don't have the capacity to do that. Now, that not all of them. Some of them actually have the mental capacity to be able to understand that and decipher for themselves. Right. But, right. But, yeah. Yeah, I know. Wow. Idiots can't vote. Right. So, and I literally, I looked at, I remember I was like, is this really on the ballot? And they were like, yes. And I said, who determines if they're an idiot? Because can I stand here at your podium booth and determine if they're an idiot or not? They just kind of looked at me and started laughing. It's like, <laughs> exactly. Who did that? I know. That's the law. Who did that? I don't. I don't. I don't know who did. I didn't do the research. I just remember it was on the ballot, and we had to vote to get rid of it. I was just like, this is the craziest thing ever. Really, this and is nobody enforced it. There's no. How do you enforce that? Yeah. Who's gonna? Who, because here's the whole thing. A Democrat is gonna think a Republican is an idiot. So it, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So who's enforcing this rule? Oh, really? You know, so. is there an idiot test just like the love language test? I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> you got to take this test first before you can vote. <laughs> you know, do you have to have a degree? Do you have yeah. to have a bachelor's degree to be not qualified, you know, or whatever? I, dude, it was funny. Oh, my God. Time. Could you imagine all of the colleges couldn't vote? 
You know what I'm saying? I if know. you're in college, you don't have a degree, so you couldn't vote. Right. But it, wow. here's all the labor workers. They couldn't work because they didn't go to college. So, yeah, that would be weird. That would be weird. So, no, it's it's it was a funny law that was on the books. I just wanted to share with everyone. So That'd be a good podcast to do, too, because they have a law in Louisiana right now that you can be arrested for wearing stiletto heels four inches or more. Okay, so we'll make it an episode. We'll find the craziest laws in the United States. We'll try to do an episode on that. The craziest laws in the United States. Okay. We'll have to do that after Christmas. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Fair. So anyway, folks, um, I think we're going to wrap it up here. You know, we would love to hear from you on this one because I know I've probably said some things that were going to piss some people off and good. Maybe that's what we really need to do. You know, I'm always trying to, in the podcast, I'm always trying to say, you know, men and women do the same thing. Maybe I just need to go, you freaking women are pieces of donkey dung and throw that to get these women to go, uh, excuse me there, bald boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what is you mean. Is that what we need to do to get them to, to get them to come at us? Well, you know, what is it? Your shock and awe mentality? Talking. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I don't want to. You know, get up, get dressed, go to work one morning, open the door, and boom, somebody shoots me right in the chest because I put women down. Uh, okay. And that's not the goal here. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Did you see my the latest one I sent you? The latest TikTok? Yes. I, I probably did. I just I don't know it off the top uh, of my head. Okay. And I will tell you this, folks, okay? If you're unhappy with something somebody says on a TikTok, on a podcast, whatever, okay? Have a little common sense. You know, just because you disagree with them doesn't mean that you have to tear down their life. So, true. Okay. So, and, and, and I'm going to, this is kind of, well, do, I, I know the last point was what I was going to say, but when you brought this up, it really touched a nerve. One of the people I follow on TikTok is actually canceling their account. And the reason is, Somebody went and found out where they lived and sent them threatening letters and told them if they didn't stop supporting men, they were going to make sure she didn't speak again. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I now you know what you're talking about. Yes. And I'm like, really? You had to go to that extreme. You were so upset because this woman is supporting men's mental health because she loves her son and she wants her son to grow up in a world that supports his mental health that really you had to threaten her and her family. That one just really killed me. That really did. Uh, now, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an avid component of somebody. Come at me. If you're angry, I get it. Come at me and let's let's have a discussion, a heated discussion, a, a conversation. Debate. Yes, it could be an argument, but at the end of the day, it's just my opinion and yours. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Not life or death. I'm not going to change the world. You know what I mean? Right. We don't have enough followers yet, but eventually, you know, we're going to have enough followers. Jay and I are going to change the world, and life's going to be good. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready for that. I am. Me too. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot of pressure. What? Changing the world? 
Yeah, if you got if you got the power and you've got millions and millions and millions of followers, uh, well, but you you, you know you can you can change the world with one random act of kindness a day. I do that. There you go. You're already changing I, the world. I am changing the world right now, everybody. And, I am. You know what? And even if you don't think you're changing the whole world, you're changing it for that person's world. Right. Just I'm remember mistaken. that. Here's here's an I here's one of those ones deals real quick. I got on Venmo for the first time to give somebody some money that they need some help with. Right. So I sent this person two hundred dollars. Come to find out, it was another person with the same name. Okay. So I did. I I went in and said, I I sent this to you. I'm sorry. I meant to send it to another person with the same name. Is there any chance you're going to give me the money back? Didn't get mad. It was completely my fault. I wasn't going to get mad or argue. I don't blame him to keep it. Right. I wouldn't. But anyway, no response. Two weeks later, I said, I hope you enjoyed that money. Please pay it forward. Right. And that's what I said. Right. Hopefully, they got they felt guilty enough, or maybe God just made me give them that money and they couldn't feed their kids. Yeah, you never know. That'd be fine. Yeah. So I'm like... It was only 200 bucks. I'm going to make it. It really put a dent in my my overall spending and stuff like that. But right. you know what? I just went, whatever. It's not like you're not going to live. You, you're you going to keep, you know, yeah. If it happened to me, yeah, I'd still be fine. It's not yeah. like I'm not going to be fine. And like and, you and said. Pissed off about it. It was our, I mean, it was my fault. Right. I did it wrong. And they told me, do it like this. And I didn't listen. I figured this name was very unique. So I'm like, there's no way there could be more than one. Yes, there is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Oh, well. Okay. So any final words for the fans? Just, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in, in other thought processes on this. I mean, Jay and I, we agree on a lot of things. We disagree on some things, which is good. We have our debates and our discussions, but at the end of the day, it's just our opinions. And I respect his immensely. And you know, brother, I love you. So love you too, man. And uh, I'll follow it up, follow that up with is I agree with you. And I think that's part of what makes us great friends is respecting the boundaries. Yes. And so make sure you have that with your friends. But, always. Yep. Uh, of course, we love our fans. And uh, as always, uh, keep following and keep listening.